What's going on, mi gente? It's your boy, John the Presby. Hey, a couple of things before we start. Number one, this conversation was a Facebook Live uh, stream. So if you have not followed us on Facebook, go follow us and you will not miss out another live stream. And number two, we are sponsored by Righteous Rags Clothing. Go support the homies. Go support Chris Marquez. He's another Christian Latino doing dope things. He created this brand to support urban church planting. So if you like For Crazy Cultura, if you are down with urban church planting, then go buy something. Go buy a shirt. Go buy a coffee mug. There is a coffee mug that says Tacos and Theology. Why would you miss having a mug like that? So go buy a shirt. Go buy a mug. And at the checkout, don't forget to put code Cultura, and you will save 10%, 10% of everything you buy, and uh, you get to support a good cause and us. So, once again, Righteous Rags offer code Cultura at checkout. You receive 10%. All right, all right, peace, y'all. I don't know why you're clapping, I'm talking about you. You're Puerto Rican? Yeah, Puerto Rican. Oops. Yo. Hey, look at y'all. Yeah, what's up? What's going on? What is going on? Surprise. Yeah, surprise. (laughs) Back at it again with the white knife. You guys remember that? The what? No. Oh, Dan Dan. Daniel. Back at it again. (laughs) Anyways, this is not about Daniel. (laughs) This is about. My name is Jonathan Gonzalez, a.k.a. John the Presby, a.k.a. I want to eat some mofongo, a.k.a. I really, really, really can use an ice cold coffee right now because I'm kind of tired, but it's all right. I can. A.k.a. I am here with my co-hosts. Caro, a.k.a. from the 305 AKA La Colombiana, AKA. Hmm. Sometimes I like tacos more than arepas. Yes, say that. Say that. Nice. And that AKA. is a mic drop right there. So thank you for tuning in to another episode. <laughs> That's all we're going to say. That's all you hear. You heard it here first. Yeah. I was just going to say, AKA, the struggle's real. And have our other co-host come on yo what's going on this is Holtzway from philadelphia aka strong and short aka i'm almost bald-headed aka i need to moisturize aka this weekend was long but it was good aka i gotta go to work tomorrow aka my son had his first sleep bill yesterday and i'm mad proud aka but he still don't know how to flip it over so that the juicy parts on top <laughs> aka he's mad sticky and that's all right you already know what it is <laughs> <laughs> you already so, know what it is. So tell me why you posted the most disgusting picture <laughs> on Facebook, bro. Yo, oh, man, I, did, I, was, I was like this close. Look, let me tell you what, bro. Can you pull it up? I was this close, okay? This close to just like, you know how like when you see someone on your feet, you could ban it? Yeah. <laughs> I was that, bro. I was that close to ban your picture, bro. Report. Yeah, I was going to report it to the authorities, dog. Yo, I mean, look, this this is what happened. So, so this was yesterday while I was at the the car wash and the the mosquitoes was getting me. So I'm scratching. And and then I looked at my leg and I said, damn, I'm ashy. I'm real ashy. Mm -hmm. And I took a picture of it because it's been a long week and folks need something to laugh at. So I (laughs) I posted a picture of my ashy calf on Facebook. I said, go ahead and roast away. 
You know what I mean? And people did not, did not disappoint. I got roasted. I'm happy about it. I'm happy people were happy. I'm happy people got to laugh a little bit. You know, this is a hard, hard couple weeks. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy about it. Yo, nah, bro. You, you happy about it, but I just, I'm telling you, bro. You know I what was- I told myself? I was like, that's not his leg. That's not his leg. And then I just kept on scrolling. <laughs> That's just some random picture you this dude. Yeah. Is that even a like? <laughs> but but then like but then like looking closely, that looks like Josue's fat leg. <laughs> I didn't even try. No ankles. <laughs> no just, ankles. No ankle, just a cankle. So happy Lord's Day, everybody. Today's Sunday and, and- we we got to worship at my church for the first time. Mm. No like, way. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. It's been a while for you guys. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been crazy. It's been long. It's been stressful. And I needed to yeah, I needed to hear and 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 be there with my, my fam. So yeah. I'm excited. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Sway? Yeah, I got together with City Church in Frankfurt, and and it, it was cool because it was about nine of us there, and there was some and one of the people that that were there has never come to our church before, so we, we were still doing social distancing, which where we set up the ch- the chairs a certain way so that not everyone's together, really close. Also, we 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 aren't serving coffee. Which is like mm. crazy for us because like we're big on coffee in my church. So, but we were able to 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 to, to still be there on none of us, and people still saw it on 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 Facebook Live. Oh, okay. <clears throat> you know, we 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 want people who have the, the you know the younger kids, you know, to stay at home and alternate parents coming in, and and, and also older people who who are sick to stay home as well because we definitely don't want them catching anything while they're out. You know, so. Yeah, it was still hard because we still and we didn't sing either. So, wait, what? Yeah, we didn't sing. We said because what? Yeah, because even with the mask, even with the mask, with the mask, while you're singing, you're either gonna suffocate. Oh wow! Or you gonna do some real, real damage. Or if you take your your mask off. Then there's a strong possibility that the back of the neck of the person be you know in front of you gonna catch something if you if if you got something so you know we we, we didn't want to take that chance yeah so, so it, it was a little rough mm-hmm. did the pastor preach with a mask yeah so so we're working oh. on yes oh my gosh. and and yeah it was difficult for my bro man because you know like like halfway mm. through he's like clearing his throat and and all that so it, it was difficult. But we're, we're we're looking into possibly doing some some more innovative things for the future. So, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. yeah, damn, that's rough, bro. That's yeah, bad. we. I mean, we had restrictions, of course. Uh, like, but no, nah, I wasn't that pulpit, crazy. But you guys got a legit pulpit, right? Like a pulpit up here at your church. Is it like yeah. A, yeah? Like us, we're like on on ground level, and it's like a small storefront. So we're like mm-hmm. all in front of each other. Yeah, that's hard, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Nice. So it's still good to be together, even if it was with the non folks in there. So if you guys yeah, are wondering like kind of why, like we ne- we had we didn't advertise this on Facebook or on Instagram. We kind of okay. did this spontaneously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think we, we, we needed to have we've been talking about this conversation for a while, like yeah, uh, we use way on the chat and kind of sharing our thoughts, what we've been going through. So I, I just thought it'd be kind of timely to drop on here and kind of just you know have a conversation about all the craziness that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to add to that, this is going to be a split episode that will also be it's being recorded and it'll be in our a part of our of our podcast. It'll be an episode. It's going to be us being on here for 30 minutes having this conversation about what's been going on and then after the 30 minutes are up then we're gonna continue recording but it just won't be live so if you want to continue to listen to the conversation wait until the episode drops and listen to it and it'll be about it'll be a different topic 
we're going to be starting a series called God's Fingerprints. And you'll find out more about that when we, if you listen to the episode. <laughs> I mean, you could tell them right now. It, it was kind of like an idea of, an, of a listener. Right. Uh, so yeah. someone actually suggested hearing our testimony and doing like, te- like telling our stories. And so that's going to be it. We're going to be, each of us are going to be sharing our story. And yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be called God's fingerprints. Yep. Amen. Yep. So, so um, we're going to go ahead and, and get into the short discussion on um, this past two-week events that have kind of rocked all of our worlds. In addition to COVID, and in addition to being locked down in, in a lot of different states, we're also experiencing the way of injustice by way of the murder of, and not just the murder of, 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 of Mr. George Floyd, but also of countless other unjust murders that have happened throughout time. And it's kind of, it, it's, it feels like, it feels really tense out and about um, right now. So, well, we want to get into that and kind of get into how we're feeling about that, how we're navigating through that, and how some of the people that are listening are navigating through that as well. It's tough. We all know people. We, I think everybody's been affected by it, really. Yeah. We, we, you know, regardless of what you oh. think about social justice or whatever, I think every, we, we, what's going on right now is affecting everyone. And I think that it that that change is going to come. I've been saying it for the last week. Change is going to come. I really think so because I feel like folks are fed up, and and, I, and rightfully so because the 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 criminal system can't continue to treat innocent people, in, in, in innocent black black and brown people the way that they have been treating black and brown people this whole time. They have to stop. And I think that right now we're at a place in in our nation where it's happening, and yeah. I'm really hopeful, and I'm hoping that 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 the powers that be would see that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. And I, I don't know this. It's crazy, bro, because there's it's been like literally thing like like I think like I was saying like it's one thing after the other. Like I think we all been affected by literally everything that's been going on, bro. Not even just the stuff with like that's been going on like this last past week, but like 2020, bro, it just it's been crazy. Like yeah. it's just an, a bit emotional roller coaster. Like it's been dang, bro. I, I can't even like explain, bro. It's just so much. You know, we, we experienced so much during this whole time, bro. And, and yeah. And then I think the last, it, what just made it even worse is this whole thing. Like, you know, the murder of George Floyd and, and, and that, and then the riots, bro. And then just all the, politics stuff that i've been just bro literally i all week bro i've tried so hard to not argue with people online and i think kind of successfully bro to be honest I, i'll write something and then i'll delete it bro because i i just gotta think like i'm thinking about it and i'm like i you know i'm coming like at this very emotionally and I'm just thinking about it, like, dang, is this really beneficial? Is you know, I'm am I just gonna cuss this dude out, like, just cuz, or, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just it was just because a lot of those responses were, were was emotional, like that. So I would take a step back, and I had to do that, bro. Erase, right, and then erase, and 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 just kind of just try not to try not to like you know trip out on dudes, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. I feel that. I mean, even at work, conversations at work, it's like we're walking the fine line of getting over emotional and blowing up or having a civil conversation and dialogue, which I think that's what needs to happen. You know, yeah. How how, how about you, Caro? For me, like I was telling you guys earlier, it's been surprising how it's affected me just because. I don't want to say this. I. I, I'd probably come off like as maybe ignorant, but there's been times where things like this have happened that it just hasn't affected me the way it has now. And I'm able to separate myself and be like, 
there's not much I can do. And so I'm not going to invest myself emotionally. But this time, I think part of the reason is because my, my sister's over for some time during COVID. And we've just been having a lot of conversations about what's going on. And then because she's here, I want to... I'm like seeking to better understand how I would process it as a as a Christian mm. and where the gospel interjects in this how the like the gospel informs the way that we are processing what's going on just because that's that's the hope that we have and that's the hope that we can share in the midst of this and so for me it's been heartbreaking and I've honestly I've just felt like fumes coming out of my head mm -hmm. from like just reading and trying to process how to, I guess, try to see how God is interacting with humanity and during mm. these times. And yeah. And so, yeah, I have a little more to share, but I'll, I guess my question for you all, it's how have you been processing this in light of the gospel and like the hope that we have in Christ. First of all, I think this whole thing is, is just been, it's like eye opening and kind of just kind of brings, bring us, brings us back to like, yo, like this world is hurting and people need the gospel. That's kind of how I've been like, yo, like this world is so broken. Like things are so broken systems, people, like the way people think, like, people in general bro they're just broken bro like and i just see this deep need in of the gospel like that's like you know that's kind of where my heart breaks because i see like where the world is and how it's been and all the you know craziness is it's been doing this it's just like leaves you like yeah like dang like more than ever i feel like uh, people need need the gospel need to hear about jesus and and, and and yeah, I don't know. That's like the first thing that the that I've been feeling, thinking of, of yeah. how it interacts. Is like, yo, this this is serious, and like people like really need the gospel when it comes to this these issues and just the world in general, mm -hmm. sin, pain, suffering. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely, most most definitely, the the gospel speaks to it directly, right? So the 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 fact that the fact that. In Christ, we or his sacrifice covers our sins, right? But not only that, but it also is supposed to reconcile us to each other. Yeah. And 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 the hope that 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 the gospel gives us in these particular cases is that it gives us the, the church the ability to prophetically speak to these issues yeah. the way that no organization outside of of Christendom can. I I wrote a I wrote an article a couple of not article it's not an article like on some <laughs> it, article on the New York Times. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, no, it was like a blog post or like by WordPress. But I, I had went to I had went to a I went to a protest in Center City, Philadelphia. The protest was a protest to to disband the 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 police or to to defund the police or so it was one of those protests particularly around the person of who's uh, the person frank rizzo which was a, a police captain a chief way back when yeah. super racist dude and they had like a monument of him in center city so they wanted the monument to be removed this was like three or four years ago they finally if it was finally removed last week but wow uh I, when I was there, I heard from different groups that there was MOVE, there was Urban Justice, a, a bunch of different groups from in Philadelphia that were not church, that, 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 that weren't Christian groups at all. And they had all these great points, but they didn't have the gospel. Mm -hmm. They had these great points that, you know, what, what we should do and, 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 and how we should, how we can make our society more equitable and more equal. But they didn't have the gospel. And, it, and and it's not that the gospel is some magical formula. No, but the gospel is like how these things can come about. Exactly. How yeah, do we have that. an equitable how do we how do we get an equitable system by understanding that every single person is made in the image of God? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? That's a that's a, that's a gospel issue. Right. How 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 do we make sure that people are treated equally and equitably? 
by not by, by not showing favoritism. That's a gospel issue, right? Yeah. The, the the also scripture is is replete with 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 how we are as a church as as capital C church supposed to be engaging in these issues, right? I we would think about Micah six eight where where it says mankind he has told each of you what is good and what is and what it is that the Lord requires of you to act justly, to act faithfully, and to walk humbly before your God. So these are things that Christians are supposed to be doing all, already. And this is how, or, or, or if, if, if society wants to, to get in on that, the only way is through Christ. Yeah. But our job as Christians now is to be able to speak to those situations because we can. Yeah. Right. And bro, how, and I would love to flesh that out uh, for sure. I would, because you know, just thinking about these things, seeing the things you've been seeing, we've been all seeing. It's just, and hearing those mantras, those those these speeches, and hearing these these people who have this need and this valid point, bro, and how the gospel could speak to this. I w- I would want to talk about that. But right now, when you were talking, I think the flip side or the other coin. I don't know. I don't even know if that's the right terminology, but. I think yes. Number one, we have to we have to remember that everybody's made in the image of God, and the image of God, everybody that's everybody, bro. Whether you're black, brown, white, like poor, rich, this this is like we are created in His image. So humanity gets His validation, gets His dignity from God because God created that person. But then the second part, second thing that that has has you know this whole thing has reminded me is that people are depraved, bro. That sin is real. Like it's to use technical theological ter- terms, total depravity is real, and it affects sin, affects everything, not just individuals, but systems, um, things, groups of people. Like, so on the one hand, we are image of God. On the other hand, I think this this whole thing has brought out like, yo, sin is real, mm-hmm. and, and and sin contaminates and messes everything up. That nobody is safe from sin, bro. That no system, no judge, no kinds of people, no groups of people, no organizations are are angels, bro. Like nobody, yeah. nobody's guiltless, bro. Like everybody brings this thing, their sin to 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 this thing. So so yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think the way that I've been also just picking picking back out on what you you're saying that. I guess the four terms that come to mind and that I've like boiled this down to just for me to be able to like, like think through it has been like creation. And by creation, like God's intent for creation was for like us image bearers to reflect his image, to glorify him, to enjoy perfect communion, almost like utopia, right? But then the fall happened and that was shattered. And so that affected that ideal garden Mm. scenario. And as humanity, because we were created with that as a purpose to glorify God and and to enjoy him, believer or unbeliever, we're always going to try to go go, go there. And so I guess the the reason why I, I processed this this way, it's because I was just trying to understand all the systems and the movements, like all these movements are trying to get to mm-hmm. a utopia, like a garden state that can only be achieved through the redemption of Jesus, which mm-hmm. is what yeah. you were saying. Yep. So like redemption, reconciliation has already been provided in Peace, Christ. but justice. We, like the list could go on reconciliation yes. peace justice unity mm-hmm. uh, solidarity like so without christ like these movements fall short i'm not saying let's not support, support. let's not do all these things but it's not the the movement like that is going to provide the solution mm-hmm. it's people who have been who understand that reconciliation can only happen through Christ because he's the one that allows us to love without condition, to mm. accept one another despite our color, our race. And so, yeah, it's like understanding that as believers, we can support these these movements, but knowing that 
our our hope is not in that in in them or even in the system changing our hope mm -hmm. is only in christ and so in sharing yeah. christ and like uh hoping to have conversations like these where we point people to our savior you know yeah so. no, that's that's good i think i think i, I think it'd be all right, all right if, if it's all right with y'all if, if we close with this with this idea that, that that the things that we just said were true and and in order for change to manifest itself right in our cities i think that it would be wise for churches in for churches to implement biblical justice and to call out sin when they see it and not try to sugarcoat it because i think that's a big issue within the church that stifles change in society yeah so yeah that that brings me to, to something that i do want to talk about like what what do you think are the 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 mistakes that we as as the church right that people members of the church is doing right now with this whole issue and then and then at the end i think you know to close this little thing up is like okay so we've been kind of saying it already the, the gospel is the answer the gospel is the, the answer and the gospel speaks to this so let's flesh that out like how why does that like how does the gospel how does this dude named jesus bring light to oh, this whole situation bring true reconciliation bring like let's talk about that so first let's talk about the things we're doing wrong and then and then we'll end it off with like yo how okay so then what's the solution i'd say that what comes to mind as to what some churches are doing wrong is not calling out sin the way that it needs to be called out, whether you are, it's a white person sinning, a Latino person sinning, or a, a black person sinning. Just like, we're not being reminded enough of how depraved we are and how much we need a savior. And so if we're not being reminded of our depravity, we're not going <laughs> to appreciate the savior that the grace. can only, exactly, this grace. And like, ultimately, like the gospel, because the gospel without sin is not really gospel. Yeah. And so I would say that that's a problem. And that doesn't even boil down to social justice. That's acknowledging that God is holy and he's fully righteous, fully just, and he, like, sin, sinners cannot commune with the holy God and mm -hmm. we need a mediator. So I would and, say mm -hmm. on my end, that's what I've noticed. What about you, Clay? Oh, man. One of the, th right along the same vein as what Carlos just said, just like a little bit more broader, I think that that as one thing that that the evangelical church, particularly, yeah, that the evangelical church in America, right, which I am part of, has failed in, it has been in, in, in calling out the leaders of the country the same way that we that 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 throughout all of Scripture, God's people have done. I'm thinking of Isaiah. I'm thinking of Jeremiah. I'm thinking of 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 of, of Samuel, where, where and and the Nathans out there, right? Who 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 went to the leader and said, "This is wrong. This is sin, and you need to repent from this, or God's judgment is going to be on you." We don't have that right now in in, in the evangelical church. We had that about abortion, real quick. We're real quick to be like, yo, we, we need to do something about abortion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, homosexuality. Yeah. Or, or, oh, yeah. Or, 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 homosexuality. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yo, Obama done passed a law about homosexuality. You know what I mean? Like, like well, let's speak to that. But as soon as issues of, in, in, in the black and brown communities come up, it's silent, man. And it hurts. You know why it hurts? Because we're in your pews, man. Yeah. And we, we hear it. And we don't hear it. And when we don't hear it, it hurts. Because you're supposed to have our back. You that you you are brothers and sisters, right? You're supposed to have our backs and you don't. So that's 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 what we felt as an evangelical church. We failed to call those things sin, or we don't call those things sin, which are sin, and we should call call it sin. I think that's that I see that happening a little bit more now, but I needed to I needed to stay happening. Yeah, yeah. Yo, along those lines, I, I was thinking about something I shared on Facebook uh the other day. It was uh it was a podcast. 
it's called core Christianity. And I shared something that the homie Adriel Sanchez said that was really dope. And I, I think is, is kind of what you guys are saying. So this is what he said in that podcast. He says, we have, we have so confused Christianity with politics that people often assume Christian equals the stuff political conservatives identify with and non-Christians equals the stuff progressives talk about. And since racial injustice often often tends to be at the forefront of the discussion in political progressive circles, we shy away from them because we think that that to discuss the evil of racism is to identify with the liberal left. But here's the thing. When we call out the evil of racism, we're identifying with the word of the almighty God. Woe to those who are willing to condemn the desecration of the image of God in abortion, but not willing to condemn it in racism. That's right. That's right. And that's right. Boom, bro. That that that's that, that that's that's the problem. So if, if yeah. I was to say what's the problem, the problem is, is is that the first the first part of that that he's saying that yo like I know like I know non Christians think this way. I know non Christians when they think about a Christian, they think about a Trump supporting flag waving like. Uh, I don't know, bro. I, I have I even have an image of that in my head, bro. You know, mm-hmm. of course, non-believers. If you if, if you say to anybody, oh, you're a Christian, so you probably, yeah, you, you know, you're a conservative, you hate homosexuals, you you know, you blah blah blah, like you voted for Trump, this and that. So yeah, so the first problem is that we I think there is some truth in that. We do identify ourselves. Uh, not everybody, right? Because all three of our, us on the panel probably don't identify ourselves like that. Even if, you know, I don't know. Even if somebody was to, to vote for Trump, I don't think nobody would identify with like, yo, I'm a diehard, diehard Republican. You know what I mean? So No, I, it's I, not what it de- identifies me, at least, as a Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Amen. So so I think that that's one of the problems. we we've We've identified ourselves so much with aligned ourselves so much with like a political party, a political um, mindset that anything that smells like feels like looks like even close, like to something that the liberals talk about, then like, nah, we ain't supporting that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like any term, even words, bro. Like not even just even terminology, you know, bro. I was having a conversation with like one of the homies, like he, one of the white homies, if, if that, like, and he was saying like, bro, like people are tripping on like all the terminology that, that people use, like social justice, like racial reconciliation. What's another one? Intersectionality. Inter- Intersectionality. Yeah. Like all these things. Okay. And like, okay, I get it. There, there is some, some stuff that we wouldn't be down with. Right. Because we're Christians and we, we we wouldn't go so far as people who people who I don't know live and die for those things, I guess. But but Christianity has always always used words from other non-believing world to and we took it as our own. Like he was reminding me of like, yo, when, when we describe the Trinity, right? Mm-hmm. Describe the Trinity, what are the words we're using? We're not using Christian words. We're not even that. This is one of the things that people don't like. We're not even using quote unquote biblical words, right? Like what I mean by that is words that are straight in the Bible. So when we talk about God, we talk about the Trinity, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we would all believe the Trinity. We would all mm-hmm. believe in one God in one being, right? One mm-hmm. essence. There's the essence and there's a person, the persons, Father, Son, and Spirit, one essence, three persons. And that terminology is not Christian. It was mm. it was taken, it was taken from pagan, uh, like a pagan worldview that came up with these words. But mm. what we did is like I guess redeem it, right? We we said, like, we know what you're talking about, and it's true. Like, this is how we can, this is the words we can use to to identify something that's about God, to identify something that's about Jesus, about the gospel. And so when like we when we use something like social justice, like bro, I have I have no problem with that word at all. Cause I think it I, I take it as face front, like social justice, you know, like justice in the social sphere. That that's how I take it, bro. Mm-hmm. 
But okay, so all that to say is, I th- the big problem is I think we're identifying too much with with one side or the other uh, of the political sh- sphere with our temporal reality, with our yeah. reality here. Right, so looking we're at not it enough uh, with our eternal reality. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we could we live in the world, bro. We live in the world, but we're not of it. So we use, we live, we breathe, we are around these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could you could talk all day about how uh, what is the social race theory is 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 pagan and it is like a social construct that these people made. But look, the reality is that what racism is and how we understand race like affects us, and we know what racism is. Like mm-hmm. I've experienced racism, and you don't gotta give me a lecture on what cultural Marxism is or a critical race theory for me to understand what racism is. You right. know, what I mean? yeah. you just need to live. <laughs> yeah, and we'll experience it. So yeah, that was good. That was good. So I guess we could close this thing up with. So okay, so we've been imp- we've been kind of saying, you know, gospel is the answer. This is a gospel issue. The gospel mm-hmm. is the one that speaks to it. So how does this? How does the gospel speak to this? This thing. And and I think I maybe to to use Gato's like little guideline, like she already went through creation, right? The fall. She already went to the fall. So I guess I guess let's start. There. Let's let's pick up from there. Mm-hmm. Because of the fall, we know that man is fallen. Mm-hmm. Right. So man in a fallen state without without God in their life, they do wicked things. Right. Right? And even and- in efforts to be good, they will do wicked things. So like systems all started with like positive ideologies ideologies to help a f- country function like guide people and you know we, like, go ahead <laughs> right now when you said that like the, the first thing you know people create systems so people are flawed people are right. simple right mm-hmm. but then you take a whole bunch of a group of people right and and without god bro like what are they gonna do like mm-hmm. the, the first thing that I, I was thinking about right now is like the Tower of Babel. Yeah. yeah. You remember that story? Yeah. Yes. So the Tower of Babel, like these dudes or people group were trying to do something for for the human good, right? In their minds, they were uh, trying to achieve some kind of su- a success for humanity. Yes. Right? Reach God. Yes. Reach God, yeah. And, and the Bible says they came together, bro. Like so, so from the outside – from the outside, it looked good, right? Because, because yo, like these people are united. They they have one cause, like, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. But then God had a problem with it. Why did He have a problem with it? Because it was they were counting on their humanistic efforts to reach God, a holy God that can only be reached through a mediator. Mm. Mm-hmm. So then, I think that's a really good example, actually, and we can flesh that out. So. In the fall, what was broken was communion with God, which is what something that we as human beings were created to have. And so everything we do will be an effort to attain that, whether through a relationship with someone or a system being okay. It's to reach this communion with, with God. Mm. But all our efforts are going to fall short and the only thing that can restore that is the gospel or Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus. right? Yeah, and I think like closely to that is like we we always try to obtain, you know, our relationship with God, but also that that includes our relationship with man. That's actually tied to our yes. relationship with man. So yes. because our relationship with God, the Creator of the universe, is is broken then this also means that our that our what what did I say relationship relationship mm-hmm. with other human beings other image bearers is broken as well yeah so we see that from the beginning of the pages of scriptures right mm-hmm. the first thing what happens like Cain and Abel right yep that's right so so because of 
you know, and and able. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to get into rabbit trouble. Yeah, pretty I, much. Uh-huh, yeah. So pretty much, our connection with with God is broken. But that that also means that our connection with humanity and our and 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 image bearers is broken as well. The first two parts mm-hmm. of the Ten Commandments mm. are. Yeah. What is the greatest commandment? To love God with all your heart, um, mind, and strength. Mm-hmm. And what is and the then, second? One? That's what does Jesus say? The second one that's it's just as important, just as mm-hmm. important. Well, what is it to love your neighbor as yourself? And what we can't do two without without having one, mm-hmm. right. right? So, I guess that's where we, we come into what was your uh, next point, Caro? Uh, con- well, I guess we can redemption, f- redemption, yeah, yeah, redemption. Okay, so. We got this problem, right? Humanity has this problem. Humanity is wicked, does wicked things, murders, kills, steals, not only as an individual, but comes up with ungodly systems, ungodly things to fight for, ungodly institutions. So, okay, so where, how does redemption come into place with, with this? What did God do? God sent his son, his one and only son, to die, to come live a perfect life, mm-hmm. and to die on behalf of sinners, and to rise again, as per the scriptures, First mm-hmm. Corinthians. So, how does this? How does this? God sending His Son bring redemption? Like flesh that out there. But how does this man, <clears throat> I mean, this this God becoming a cre- creation? Right. right. How does how does that how does that affect us as human? How does that affect racism? How does that affect us? Good, well, good, Galatians three says that there's no Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female, since you all you're all one in Christ. So in Christ we are all one. Um, we're they, they, now that does not because because we we also don't want to teach no colorblind theology, right? So so though we we, we are one in Christ and that we 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 are now one family we are now one in christ so whether we're jewish or greek mm-hmm. or or puerto rican mexican or african-american or nigerian or from tasmania where are you from if you're a christian you are one in christ. and that's yeah and that's because like so what so 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 what ended up being done in the tower of babel was undone at mm. Pentecost. Say that, bro. When Say there that. were people from all over the world, and they were all baptized in the Holy Spirit, bro. bro. So, 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 what, what so when, the Tower of Babel. For those, if maybe you have no Bible experience, don't know what that is. What happened in the Tower of Babel? So, in the Tower of Babel, everybody was speaking the same language, so they were able to to make this this this, this um tower. God confuses the languages, so they can no longer in, understand each other, and it ends up not working out because they don't understand each other. What happens at Pentecost is the reverse of that. So what happens at Pentecost is people who usually would not be understanding each other all of a sudden are speaking the same exact language and giving praises to God. Yeah. Yo, I would I would say because how does that affect uh how does uh 20 I don't even know what century we're in, bro. 21st, 22nd. 20th century. 22nd? I don't even know anymore. 21st century. 21st century Mexican immigrant living in Reno, Nevada, how does that affect me? Well, it affects, affects me because God himself, because of this divide, right? This, this, this disconnect from God, the creator, this disconnect from humanity. Well, God didn't leave his hum- humanity in, in, you know, stuck and hating each other and um, have no relationship with God. But actually God came into the world to fix that, restore that connection that we had that that disconnection that we had with God and by fixing that he had to deal with sin to deal with our sin deal with generational sin deal with all he had to take on sin himself and deal with it so Hmm. you know when I talk to people about like Jesus I I say one of two things I'm like look bro like do you either you're gonna pay for your sins or you're gonna have somebody else pay for your sin because somebody's got to pay for these sins 
you've right. you been against God. You like, either you've been a racist, you've broken, you've had many gods, you've you know whatever. We could go down the Ten Commandments. You know your disconnect is real, and your sins got to be dealt with. So what Jesus did is dealt for your sins. Not only dealt for your sins, but he lived the perfect life. He lived a life that you couldn't live. So what does it, what does God require? God requires perfection. God requires you to 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 obey him fully, perfectly, without sinning once. And the the good news is that God actually made a way. He sent his son to live for you that perfection. So he had to deal with sin, right? So he dealt with sin, he died on the cross. That great exchange happened that we've talked about on this podcast before, right? We the great mm -hmm. exchange happened. So that relationship with God got fixed. Right, because now everybody who puts their trust in Jesus and His work is reconciled to God. So there's no enmity. You're not an enemy. You are a friend of God. You are, you you are good with God. But what is the consequence to that? Is what Sway was saying. The consequence to that is that because of Jesus's work, He not only brings us reconciliation to the Father, but He brings us reconciliation to humanity. Yeah. So what he was talking about in Pentecost, yo, these people were divided, were segregated, they were racist, they were there was there was a lot of history behind these different people that were there. But the beauty of what Jesus did in his work is that he united these people because of the Holy Spirit racial barriers if we could say that, okay? Mm -hmm. Racial barriers, cultural barriers, men, women barriers, you know, sex sex barriers got broken mm -hmm. because of this so that's why it affects us yeah. because yeah. jesus did something he reconciled us with god but he also reconciled us to ourselves so much that those people of god that he he called by his spirit were once once slaves were were once people who had racism against these other people bro the racism that existed right. between jew and gentile is freaking crazy you know because yeah. they, they did think they were superior in every way and and jesus because of his word came to break those barriers down mm -hmm. to the point where now i could call you my brother and that's exactly how this that speaks to this particular issue and that's exactly how we're able to say like Galatians 6 10 says therefore as we have opportunity let us work for the good of all, especially those who belong to the household of faith. So we, so because we, we we're, we're made new, because we have been reconciled to God and reconciled to each other, now we can do the good work of doing good to others, especially those who are in the household of faith. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I was telling my wife, like, this is, this is why we should be out there with the protesters, bro. Like, I really do believe yeah. this. I think this is why we should be out, out there preaching the gospel and preaching reconciliation. We right. should preach reconciliation with God right. and reconciliation with man. Yes. Bro, I seen a video of, of these people preaching the gospel out there with the protesters, bro. But they weren't preaching the gospel. They were naming Jesus, but they were, you know what they were preaching, bro? They were mm. preaching how cultural Marxism was wrong, how, mm. how uh, critical race theory, how how are you going to bring justice by looting and, and, and destroying property? And yeah, you know what? That's all true. You know, whatever. We're not going to bring justice by by looting. But but this is the message they were saying, right? And I was I was seeing the comments. And they were like, oh, these brothers have, you know, the wisdom, like, oh, they have, you know, I don't know how else to say it, but have the balls to go up there and, and preach the gospel. But I'm like, bro, this isn't the gospel. This is, you're, you're preaching politics to people. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So I think that we as Christians should go out there and should, you know, um, go out there with the Bible and, and preach and, and hold up a sign saying like, you know, real reconciliation comes through Jesus Christ alone, you know? Hmm. And, and 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 just like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I and because you know, because that's that's where it all comes down to. Yeah. So I think we've all gotten a chance to share a little bit as to how we've processed all of this, and yeah. so we can yeah. end our time. And and thank you to all the listeners who tuned in. 
I see six of them are still on Facebook. Seven. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so thank you guys for tuning in. Thank we you. said some of our thoughts, but even with those thoughts, just know that we've been hurt. We've been oh, yeah. being mad. We've just been having a whole bunch of emotions, you know, like we could, mm -hmm. we could speak kind of these things and we know the answer, but the reality is that we're still in a broken world. It so grieves us that grieves us that another like black man got, got killed, you know, it, it grieves us that there is systems still in place that have injustices. There's, you know, that true justice doesn't get not, not executed, but delivered correctly in a mm -hmm. good time. And, and, you know, the systems that are supposed to protect us, like, don't do it. Like we're mad about all of that. But if we just speak on the evils of that and don't give the answers and the solutions to what that could be, then, then, you know, we're just adding know. to the, the struggle, you know. Yeah, we're just adding to the struggle. So, yeah. Yeah, so we stand, we stand with, 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 with all the homies in the struggle. You know, mm -hmm. black and brown is real, and I mean, even even my white brothers, you know, in Christ, yes. like, yes. you know. But yes. we really are, you know, disappointed, and and it's hard for us, you know, e even in our circles that we're all in, like living in those circles and being minorities and having people just, just 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 talk about stuff they don't know you know yeah that's that's basically it talk about stuff they don't know about stuff they don't know but uh praise god uh see you guys uh on a, a next one and oh yeah before we leave yes. actually actually before we leave this stream was brought to you by the for crazy cultura network <laughs> which yeah. is our podcast for crazy cultura we have another podcast called the work on Sazon. uh right there you will you will have and you will hear sermons from solid biblical latinos <laughs> i was going to say people of color but it's latinos straight up like we 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 got we got homies from all over the united states all different nationalities of latin america cubans uh, we got Cubans, Colombians, we got Mexicans, like, bro, like, bring in biblical, solid preachings to, to our context and to our neighborhood. So check that out. And we are also sponsored uh, by Righteous Rag Street Clothing Wear. Shout out to the homie Chris Marquez. This is official, guys. If you guys want to find some dope shirts, he got some of them um, on his website. We'll link it below, but. He got way more ideas, and I'm just excited for this. So this is so official that if you shop and you get a shirt from him, you get 10% by using the code CULTURA at checkout, and you get 10% off your order at Righteous Rags Clothing. So, Hey, that's awesome. Yeah, that sounds dope. So it's all it's all money money that goes to funding urban church planting. That's so awesome. support your local church, local, not local, local church. <laughs> hey. So for Crazy Cultura, uh, we out. Peace all right, out. Joe.